Welcome back to another week of the 4th and Inches podcast. We have a lot to discuss this episode. The Steelers stay perfect. Cam Newton engineers a fourth quarter drive. Did Russell Wilson take a step back in the MVP race? And the Saints annihilate Tom Brady and the Bucks on Sunday Night Football. It's a ton to discuss this week, folks. Don't go anywhere. Get comfortable. Let's get right into it. Welcome back, football family, to another episode of the Fourth and Inches podcast. Man, we got a packed show for you today. I got a feeling it's going to be the best one yet. Um, it was a very entertaining week of football. Some people took took steps back. Some teams underdelivered. Some teams overdelivered. Man, w- wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it was a it was a crazy week in the NFL. Week nine, everything was. Chaotic from Tom Brady looking bad. Russell Wilson didn't cook as much. Chargers lost like Chargers way again. Well, they keep finding a way to lose. Yeah, so it was just crazy week. My man Dalvin Cook is just a beast out there. So, and yeah, so let's we got a lot to discuss. Let's we gonna get right back into it. Let's go. Let, let's go, man. Let's start talking about those Bucks and Tom Brady, man. After being annihilated, thirty-eight to three. On Sunday Night Football, man, what's your overall takeaway from this game? And and where do you think this division sits at the moment? Right now, I think the division is the Saints to lose. And at the moment, they're in the driver's seat. Unless, like I said, you know, if, if they have anybody that's going to sit Week 17, then that's the only, only way I can see them losing this division because right now the Saints are in the driver's seat. You know, they – dismantled the Bucks in a game that was over with after the first quarter. Man, it was supposed to be a marquee matchup of the season, almost like game one. It was so much hype behind both these games. And the the Saints, man, just handily took care of the Bucks two times, man. You know, at this point, if you just look at the stats of this game, this was complete domination. Tom Brady had a bad game, but this was poor game planning and preparation all the way around from Tampa Bay, man. I, I wouldn't even put all the blame on Tom Brady. I just said they just they just had a bad night off the whole team, just off top, like from top to bottom, from the coach down to the down to the ball boy. You know, they that all was terrible, it man. was a, it was just terrible. You know the. Saints had the time of possession was 40.04. They doubled them. I mean, 40 to 20, that's double yeah, the amount you know, of possession. And then, you know, this is Tom Brady's worst loss in his career? Yeah. At the age of 43 years old with the weapons that he has, this is the worst loss in his career. Yeah. And, you know, Buck's kicker was, is what, 16, 18? I mean, he at this at this point, he is the most consistent person on the offense. Okay. Because yeah. if you think about it like this, they only ran the ball four times on Sunday night. I don't know. Um, I don't know what Byron Lewis or Bruce Arian was thinking. But even if you're down seven, 14, 21 points, you can't abandon the run completely. Yeah, yeah, you can't. If you you run, Tom Brady threw the ball thirty eight times. Uh, that's not a that's not a victory for success if you're gonna have Tom Brady throwing the ball more than thirty five times a game. And if you think about it, at this point in his career, he's forty three years old. Anything over thirty plus attempts 
is is asking too much of him, man. Yeah, and Mike Evans is. I mean, too- if you if you look at his last three games, man, two catches, five catches, four catches. Yeah, I mean, he they're gonna have to find out how to get him involved more. Um, you know, that's not that's not good enough. And then Chris Godwin, he's not getting the ball as much. And then you got AB, you got Gronk, you got. O.J. Howard, you got Cameron Bray, you got all these weapons, but at the end of the day, you need to get Mike Evans involved more. You can't run the ball four times. You got to just you got to mix and match on what you got going on, and you know it's just the offense is just all over the place. It's like it's like they plan to do week three preseason and week nine. Absolutely, because everyone expected this offense to be flourishing at this point in the season. We thought this offense would be ripping and running. We thought they would be destroying defenses and keeping defensive coordinators up at night, stressing about how they were going to contain this offense. But it's just not looking good. I'm I'm willing to bet that they have to have this running game to be successful. Let's just look at Ronald Jones' last three games. Nine yards, 23 yards, and nine yards again. They've struggled on offense the last three weeks, and I think it's, I think it's most important – to look at these rushing yards and say, if Tom Brady does not have a rushing game, which then allows that play action to be successful, this offense is going to be very similar to what we've seen the first couple games and what we've seen last Sunday. Yeah, that's very, 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 very true. And can't, can't agree much more, man. That's 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 the key to a, a good Super Bowl championship team is running the ball and – Play action off that run run game, and especially for him at this point, he yeah. likes to work the middle of the field. So he needs those linebackers to be um, to be biting on the run. He needs to bring some of those guys. He needs to back up that defense so they're not sitting on those short routes because that's basically where he has made his living in the um, NFL. But do you think maybe the addition of Antonio Brown is going to throw this offense a little wacky? You know, kind of throw, kind of throw some, um, some salt in it, man. I wouldn't say it's to put a little salt. It just even, even still, like the beginning of the game, he forced a little bit. He was forcing it a little bit, like you know, he was trying to give him, the, force him the ball, and mm-hmm. trying to force feed it. You know, you can't do like you know, force feed somebody. You know, distribute the ball around. And I think Cam. I mean, not excuse me. Tom is just basically just trying to force feed everybody the football. You know, he got a lot of mouths to feed right now, but he needs to basically he needs to try to just figure out a way to and coordinate his run game into his passing game, which I think him and Brian Leftwich and Bruce Arians need to have a good thorough sit down talk about this issue. Absolutely. My overall takeaway from the game was it was complete domination. The the Saints have the Bucks number. Um, Lattimore gets up under Mike Evans. Um, they, they don't allow him to run the ball. And they had an answer for every blitz. They picked him up. They knew exactly what was coming. They did their homework last week where I think the Bucks may have kind of taken um, – Maybe it's kind of like a week one, week two approach, running some vanilla offense, some vanilla defense, and the Saints just picked them apart, man. Yeah, and Saints defense is a real deal. You know, they stopped Tom Brady, and 
made them force three turnovers. So you got to give the hat off to where the hat is due, you know. And yeah. at the end of the day, it's what they do. The Saints are in the driver's seat in the NFC oh, South. Oh, no Saints. Go marching. Who, who, who that, who that going to beat them Saints? Right. All right, so let's move on to the Bills. Man, the Bills were victorious 44-34 to over the Seahawks, man. Now, did Russell Wilson take a step back in the MVP race? And what's your overall takeaway from this game? Um, Russell's trying to force it this game. I mean, he's still sort of cooked, but he had two turnovers. At the end of the day, you can't turn the ball over and succeed and win in the NFL. No. And Especially when the other team turns the ball over zero times. Yeah, and Josh Allen is looking like he's trying to get in that MVP. Oh, I mean, he, he's he's in the MVP race, but he just they not he's not getting as much love. But he should you, be getting hey, much love. If you just want to look at last week, you can remove Tom Brady and put Josh Allen in that fourth spot behind Russ and Mahomes and um, Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen. Yeah, because Josh Allen is looking like a good. Good MVP candidate. And a couple more, couple more games like Delvin Cook got, he's going to be up in that top four. Yeah, that's that's very true, you know. Go nose, even though we're terrible right now. We're terrible. The, my overall takeaway from this game was simple, man. Turnovers. If you take away the four turnovers from the Seahawks, I believe the Seahawks win this game. Everything else was even across the board. 420 to 419 on total yards. 27 to 22 first downs. Time of possession was... 32 to 27, Buffalo. So this game to me was even Stevens. The where this game turned is Josh Allen committed zero turnovers and Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson committed two turnovers. I don't know. I don't know where where this Seattle team goes because if he doesn't have a phenomenal, fantastic game, they're probably gonna lose. He is a do all player, man. Yeah, and you said it right on the nail on the coffin right there. If Russ doesn't cook, then Seattle doesn't If he's cook. not perfect, man, this team is in trouble. His defense is depleted. The secondary is terrible. They don't have a consistent running game. They This guy – Didn't they trade for Jamal Adams? Where is he at? Yeah, but he's supposed to be coming back. He's supposed to be getting healthy and being back on the field. He's not yet ready to play. He but He played this game. He, he did? Just, he, he was a shot. He was a shot. He, was, he, okay. he wasn't there. That's what I'm saying. He was. He played this game. But. Let's give the man a couple weeks to get back in football shape. We know he's been out for a while. But to add to where I was going, I don't have a running game. So this is all on Russell Wilson's shoulders week after week after week. I think Pete Curl, they got to put some pieces on that defense, and they got to give him a running game. <clears throat> Truly, they 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 do. They um, did trade and get that pass rusher um, from was it from Cincinnati Dunlap? Yeah, yeah they did trade. They, they are trying to upgrade that pass ru- the pass rusher. Carlos Dunlap, but yeah. it's still not good enough, man. Giving up forty four points over five hundred yards of offense is just. I mean, that's just that just can't happen in the field. Even yeah. with these offenses and the rules of the game, you just can't beat nobody giving up. 500 yards of total offense, and you and you turn the ball over four times. Josh Allen is looking like a real MVP candidate. The Bills are sneaky. No, no, not even sneaky good. They, the Bills are good. They, they, who they are. They, they're looking like they're gonna win the AFC East for the first time in a while. I mean, it's basically that's basically it. You know. I, I mean, the Bills. I expect him to win his division. I'm. I go back and forth. One week. How far can the Bills go? What you thinking? The Bills, 
I think the Bills will win this division as far as in the playoffs. They'll host the playoff game. They're talking about ex- adding the extra two teams to the playoffs, if you haven't read. So I Yeah, think, but that's only if Corona that's only right. takes away, yeah, take, takes take away, away the some season. games. Yeah. I, I pro- my honest opinion is I believe they can um I think they can win. I think they can win a game. Because they're gonna get a game at home, they're going to the division. Yeah. They could be um uh, uh you know uh they could beat a six or a seven seed, maybe a. Because they're going to be the three right. seed. Probably. They'll be, they'll be yeah, the three seed. So they could be the six or a seven seed, that first home playoff game. Yeah. But then that next week is where it's going to get real challenging. Yeah, they it's going to be Baltimore, up. Kansas City. Correct. Or, so with that being said, or I Pittsburgh. Think, or yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. So with that being said, I think the ceiling for them will be let's get better every year. Let's make the playoffs, let's win a playoff game. And then next yeah. year, let's try to make it. Because last year they won the playoff game. Last year they beat the Texans, and then they lost in the division round. So, so you know, I think I think the ceiling for them is get to the playoffs, win a playoff game, get Josh Allen some experience, and then next year maybe let's add build some pieces on that experience. They have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with this coach that they have, yeah, and the, and the chemistry and the commodity they have, I think just a. Hey, one or two wins in the playoffs is the absolute it's ceiling absolute for this ceiling. team. Because yeah. I think when the rubber has to meet the road, it's going to be Kansas City, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh, the last three standing in the AFC. I don't that think is, Buffalo is on that level with those teams. They're not yet. They need to add a few more pieces to that defense. And, yeah, I just think Buffalo is – they're going to win the AFC East. I oh, mean, yeah. They're going to win it, you know. Miami is sneaking up right behind them with that. So, again, you know, we're going to discuss about Miami mm-hmm. later. But, yeah, I think the ceiling for Miami and Buffalo is they're going to keep building on this division and looking like this this is their division for the next few years because I don't think my Pats are going to be challenging for it for a while. And, Yeah. So let's stay in that division and let's talk about your pats, man. Cam Newton ended in a fourth quarter drive. I know there's been some speculation about them tanking, maybe trading Stephon Gilmore, and now he shows up hurt. But they didn't. They did not show that they're tanking by winning this game um, on Monday night. Now it was not pretty at yeah, all times. I mean, they did, but still, yeah. they were victorious. Yeah. If you just look at these stats, man, this game should not have been close. Total yards, 430 to 320, over 100 yards more, zero turnovers, over 13 more thirteen more minutes of possession time, and over 12 first downs. Why was this game ultimately closer than it had to be? Because it was the Jets. Just, that's just what it is. The Jets don't. What the Jets are trying to do is trying to get Trevor Lawrence. The Jets are tanking harder than anybody in the NFL right now. Do you really? You don't believe. Think, why do people tank? Why, why would you do your team, your look fans, at the, your look franchise at, a disservice Look by at tanking? the Jets. What do the Jets have? What do they have? Nothing. But if you take the same team that they have right now, you add Trevor Lawrence, what do they have? They have a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. Yeah, they got a quarterback with no weapons around them. That's going to that's, – that you're going to have a rookie quarterback they, they that you're going to throw they got, out there? They got, they got a decent slot receiver. But they're gonna build on that in the free agency. Didn't you see the uh, the 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 signage where they put up Adam Schefter put up a signage? They got a hundred million in cap pay, cap space next year. Okay. So you can get some play, some key receivers that if they want to go to New York, New York is a good market. Mm-hmm. They can go to New York and play play football, and then you got a rookie quarterback. 
you know, they could probably get they probably get like a third or a fifth round pick for mm-hmm. Sam Darnold. So then you can add on those pieces right there. So the Jets, they're you know, they following that, that suit of Miami as well. They're trying to build off, you know, tanking and adding on pieces to get for where you need to be for the future. And that's what the that's what the Jets are doing. Cause clearly in the second half, they wasn't trying to win that game. They was up ten by halftime, and didn't score no more points after that. Uh, it's so it's, it's just—it just basically is obvious what they were trying to do. The Pats, also on the other hand, they shouldn't even—they should have blew this team out. But the Pats not even that good this year. I'm sorry to say, it, I'm a Patriots fan, but the Patriots are not that good this year. Man, the comparative side of me is would never take man. I mean, I'm, of course, but and if you look at the aspect of the NFL and what's going on now. Ron, you got to understand, there are more younger quarterbacks than any other aspect. You you can only think of two quarterbacks right now, that, or three quarterbacks that are old right now, or four. Phillip Rivers, Tom Brady, Breeze, Drew Brees, and Roethlisberger. And, Roethlisberger. and I don't want to see none of them that much longer. I mean, I, need, I maybe have so, one more season so, in the cast. I don't uh, want to see them no more. So that's what I'm saying. This is where the NFL is going to now. And then young mobile NFL quarterbacks now. You see what's who's on TV every week now. The Kansas City Chiefs, the Baltimore Ravens, the you know, those those teams on the NFL. Cardinals. The Cardinals, because Kyler Murray, you know, those young mobile, agile, you know, those statues that stand in the pocket, that's that's old with. You know what I mean? Our days of what we used to like back in the day of the Peyton Manning standing it's the coming to the read the, 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 yeah, it's I mean, coming to it's end. already it's, it's already there. The new age of the mobile quarterbacks of running the ball around, you know, that's that's what it is. You know, we thought it was coming with RG three, but you know, it wasn't. It was still, you know, those those days. But now it's it's really coming to an extent. But the but the but but go back to this game, the Pats. They don't they don't really have too much, man. I I don't see I don't see them doing anything, man. I I see they probably winning maybe two more games. To be honest with you, that's about it. That's about well, it, man. Because well, the Jets I'm, are tanking, and I don't. This this game shouldn't have been close to what it is. But the Jets, the Jets, the Jets are the Jets. Yeah, off top. So I, my takeaways from the game is this: what I'm gonna need to see from Cam. I'm not jumping the gun because Cam has just been too inconsistent. But you know, he took care of the ball. He had no turnovers. And man, he's starting to get a little connection with my, with a uh, little Jay just, Myers. I was just going to say twelve that. catches for one sixty nine. Myers is doing that's good. That's a Myers that's a big good. deal because they yeah. need a receiver to emerge outside of Edelman. And since Edelman is hurt and not that's, playing, they have to have someone that Cam a has a report and trusts. And I think this offense can get better if if he can get a rapport with Myers and Bird and those other guys to take some people out of that box. Yeah, I think it's that was I was gonna get on that too as well. Jacoby is a good piece. Jacoby, Damian Harris, uh, two key two key pieces that I can see them building in the future. I don't I don't I don't really I don't see nothing with Sony Michelle. I don't see it with Sony. I don't. He he, he just he just too hurt. Um, I don't see Damien has had some flourishes in like the last him. two games. I like, he, he, I like yeah, the little cat. That's two, three. He got two, some wiggle. Yeah, two or three games now he had 100, over 100 yards. Right. So And then this week, I think he ended up with 
you know, with 71 so off 14 he, carries. So that's not bad. He didn't carry the ball as much, but he still he still almost was on track for another 100. So, But, right. again, the, the, the young cats, they're – they're coming. They coming through. This is the season where you seeing the the young cats that get developed. They getting the development going, and, and Jacoby Myers and Damian Harris. They getting it going. So okay. Far. So, but here here's one thing that's concerning me. What are we gonna do about this secondary? I mean, the Jets had six or more plays of over twenty yards. Front man. seven is terrible. Front seven for the Just pass can't get defense. home. Front seven for the pass defense is terrible. Can't get home. And if they get a top top five top ten pick, they need to lead the, They need to add to. A pass rusher, either, either the draft or they need to add a pass rusher via free agency because the front seven, you, you, you can't get home with that front seven because the linebackers are too slow. They can't stop the run. They can't get off blocks on stopping the run. So that's just making the secondary job harder than what it's supposed to be. And then you see how, the, how our secondary is without side of Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore yeah, takes away, got takes away one side of the field. So, if you if you look at that, he always covers his number one receiver. So mm-hmm. he would have he would have been on probably uh, Pyramid Bashar Pyramid all the game. Right. So he would have took away him. He, he's not their number one, Jameson Crowder. So that's what they had Jonathan Jones on. But you know, outside of that, you know, uh, J C Jackson had a terrible game. You know, he he needs to work on his coverage skills because outside of Stephon Gilmore out there on the field. You need to learn how to be the number one when Stephon Gilmore is not McCourty, there. I believe has taken a step back. Oh, Jason McCourty, he's been taking a step back. He's he just again when JC and Jason Jason McCourty, if they don't have Gilmore out there, they don't have this. They don't have that number one. The dynamics of the defense is just totally different. Yeah, it's it's because they got to go out there and get some of the the, the top notch receivers out there. Yeah, but this week they they made. They made Rashad, Rashad Perriman and, and, and Crowder look like, you know, Jerry Rice and and Yeah, and, and, and I mean, Perriman had five, five for a buck or one and two touchdowns, man. That's yeah. a good stat line. Yeah, he, 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 was, he was out there balling. Because, like, yeah. again, if, if Gilmore was there, that wouldn't have been happening. So, I mean, but, what Frank Gore doing still playing, man? I mean, Frank Gore. 12, 12 for 46. What he doing still playing? That's the Iron Man, man. Oh, Iron That's Man. That's the Iron Man. Man. What he doing still playing? That's the Iron Man, man. All right, so let's run through a couple of couple of the uh, other key matchups from the week. Another, man, another a, game in the AFC East. Yeah, another game. Now, this is probably your your favorite topic of the NFL right now. Cause What's that? Because you're high on these Dolphins. Yes, sir. And Flores. But TT got a second win in a row. Yes, sir. They win 34 to 31 over the Cardinals. Yes, sir. Now, if you look at the stat line, Cardinals dominated the game. Okay. Yeah. They had more time of possession, had over 130 more total yards. Yeah. They did have one turnover, but they had more first downs. Yeah. Colin Murray, 283 yards in the, in the air, 106 on the ground, four total touchdowns, but it was not good enough to beat the Dolphins. Why is that? Better coach. Better coach, man. What I what I tell you, I'm telling you, Brian Flores is one of the top notch coaches in the NFL right now. Outside of Mike Tomlin and Bill Belichick and Andy Reid and you know Jim Harbaugh, I mean John Harbaugh in, in Baltimore, he's like one of the up and comers, man. Yeah, this team they doing just enough to win on Sundays. Yeah, it's nothing I mean, crazy. It's nothing out of the ordinary. They're doing just enough to get W's get it, on Sundays. Exactly. And when what I'm telling you is right now. Don't 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 be surprised if this this team makes it to the wild card. Whether they win it or not, doesn't matter because this it's is a step the, in the right direction. This is a step in the right direction. They have four picks. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Four picks in the top one hundred. 
in the NFL draft coming up. Four picks. So if you make it to the playoffs and then you're going to have four picks in the top 100 in the NFL draft. So that means you're going to be picking in the top two rounds for the next in the next year's draft. And plus you got the Houston Texans pick who are one and seven in it or one and eight in the NFL right now. And they're looking like they're going to have a top three pick. And you know who got that pick? The Miami Dolphins. You guessed it. That's right. Well, I'm impressed with what Flores is doing. It's only been eight games. They could turn it back into the old Dolphins. I was against them going with TT because I thought Fitzpatrick had it going. But TT is 2-0. No turnovers from TT. That was a knock on TT. Injuries and turnovers. We have not seen that. And the Dolphins are 2-0 with him on the center, man. Hey, I'm trying to tell you. If they get another, if they add, let's say they 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 draft Waddle from Alabama, that'll be a top notch receiver they get from Alabama. Mm-hmm. With that top pick that they gonna get from the Texans, right? So and, and they do that, they gonna just they just added, added another piece. They already got you know Preston Williams. They already got you know he's a decent receiver. Uh, who 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 else the receiver they got? They got a. Uh, Parker, yeah, my yeah, man, Devontae, Devontae Parker. Parker. Yeah, so you know, there's there's three right there, and you know, just add more pieces. Decent tight end, they yeah, got. yeah, decent tight end. So this add some, pieces, and, and, and they got a little running game too. Look, running back from uh, Notre Dame, get Gay Skinner, Guy Skinner. Um, oh, Miles Guy, yeah, 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 yeah Miles Guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so back there, yeah, got, so that's what's a defense got some solid. Yeah, they got old a decent Bill, defense. Oh, Bill Belichick, yeah, they, out there. So. Yeah, you know, they just added on to it, you know. So it just at the end of the day, you know. Cardinals just that one turnover got him, and then you know Tua did what he's supposed to do. He just led led the team down the field, got the kicker down there, and they won the game for him. Game man. time. Game Let's time. move on. Lamar Jackson, the MVP from last year in the Ravens for the uh, in the NFL. Um, the Ravens man came away victorious versus the Colts, twenty four to ten. Now this is another win for the Ravens, but it's another very ugly win for the Ravens, man. Um, why is this offense struggling, man? Why why haven't we seen this offense run the ball uh, effective like they did last year, mixed with Lamar Jackson throwing the ball um, like he did last year? Because he's a, you know 170, 19 and 23, no touchdowns. He did have a touchdown on the ground, but he led this team in rushing with 58 yards last year. Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, those guys were running crazy on folks. This year, people have tape on them. Um, and they don't seem to be explosive on offense. That may be the weak, the weak link on the team is Lamar Jackson, man. You said it, man. You said it just in your speech right there. They teams have tape on the Ravens' offense, man. This is not where you don't have a lot of film on them. So it's it's just all the gimmicks and all the stuff that they used to do last year with their run game. Now it's it's over with, man. Like. Yeah, they got the W, but they struggled. Like, they struggled. They had second half. The Colts probably was wore down and stuff like that. But the Colts are a good team, man. The defense is carrying this team at the, this point. The defense, yeah. The defense, basically, that's what it is. The defense is really carrying the, uh, the Ravens offense. Because right now, that's what it is. Because the Ravens offense is not as that as good as what people think it is. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is a good quarterback. But outside of that, he has to improve on throwing the football. Because, you know, those little... Five to ten yard out that he does and all that it's it's not it. He has to push the ball downfield. I don't, and he has to throw those receivers outside. And he has to be accurate on the outside as well. And that's the the benefits of of Lamar Jackson's running with his legs because he's a he's a running quarterback. But 
at the end of the day, there's nothing against him. It's just you got to be a dual threat quarterback. You got to learn how to be a stand in the pocket and be able to run when you when you need to run. Because look at Patrick Mahomes. When it's time to get up and get out that pocket, Patrick Mahomes is gonna get out that pocket. But he first is a is a accurate in the pocket quarterback first. Well, I I like to look at the stat line because I think the stat line is a good indication of how the game went. But three hundred and forty yards to two hundred and sixty total yards, man, the Colts won that, but they still weren't able to win. They were able to to move the ball decently on this defense, but red zone defense is the most important in football. And I think this Ravens defense was not allowing the Colts to get in the end zone. But with Phillip Rivers under the center, this team may be a little bit better, but I don't foresee this team doing yeah, anything it, they're, not, they're, they're not that better because Phillip Rivers is a turnover-prone quarterback. So that was another reason I why. I think that, he an upgrade from Jacoby Brissett. I mean, yes, he's an upgrade, but at the end of the day, the one, the one interception he had, and then they had another they had turnover. And a fumble. Jonathan Taylor fumbled for so, a touchdown. And that brings up a key point. This Baltimore offense really only scored 17 points. Exactly. They got a touchdown that, off a turnover. And then that, was, that really would have been 17 to 10. But also, Phillip Rivers turned the ball over. And, again, at the end of the day, what's going to hold the Colts back further for the – if they make it to the playoffs, which I think they will, is Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers has got that chargey, that Chargers in him. That syndrome. He got that Chargers syndrome in him. Like, you know, he's always going to find a way to fuck up a game for you. Sorry, right. excuse my French. All right, so let's move on to my Cowboys. I had to, I, we had to talk about this game. We were so close. They look good. As bad they as this good. team is. They look good. As much of an underdog as we were, we are only lost by five points. Ben Roethlisberger engineered another last-minute drive to give my Cowboys a heartbreak loss. Yeah. Now, this is why I really want to talk about this. Man, are the Steelers showing signs of weakness? And here we go again. Another team that we expected to be good, leading rusher, only had nine carries for 22 yards. Yeah. What's going on in Pittsburgh? Well, Pittsburgh, you know, it's just, you know, they, they, don't, they don't run the ball as much. You know, they build off their passing game. And the key thing for them is, they play good defense so they can get away with it. But at the end of the day, James Conner is going to have to get more than 22 yards. Somebody is. It don't, it don't matter who it is. Yeah. Somebody going to have to run for more than 22 yards. As bad as this Dallas defense is against the pass and the run, there's right. no reason why you didn't wasn't able to run the ball more effectively. Right. And win this game very easy. Yeah. Um, I'm, and one thing I wanted to point out, because I've been thinking about this for weeks. I've been thinking about it for weeks. Zeke, man, not even 50 yards. Tony Pollard led the Cowboys nine carries, 57 yards, and he looked a lot faster, yeah, a lot shiftier, a lot more explosive than, than Zeke. Is Zeke, um, Zeke well, falling off the hill just I a little think, bit? Nah, he, I think he was injured or something, and that's why they tried to limit his carries. I read something about that they it was limiting his carry, so that's why he... Uh, but, he but even before this week, he's not looked like Zeke. I mean, yeah, I mean... I mean he doesn't have uh, – I don't think Zach Barton is not there. Tyron Smith is not there. You know, Travis Fedrick retired. So, right. you know, that's, that offensive line is not the same. Right. You so, know? here's a question. He, I, I he's wanna... a product of – he's also a, he's a good back, but he also was a product of that offensive line. And that, and that system they had. So, I want to ask you this question because I thought this was going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. 
is the Steelers, not, let me, let me correct that, are the Steelers last year Patriots undefeated halfway through the season because of the schedule, or are they really that good? Um, I would say they really that good because the schedule is not that easy because they already played the Ravens. They already played the Browns, which are a decent team. So they play in their division they game. Tennessee. They play Tennessee, and they beat Tennessee as well. Barely. So. They t- try to lose. Roethlisberger yeah, 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 did try to give it away. That's true. So, I mean, I think they're, they're a really decent team. They're a decent team, but I think they need to lose so they can come back down to earth before they get into the postseason because they don't want to be like, sorry, I hate to even bring it up, the eighteen and one Patriots. They don't want to do that. <laughs> they don't want to do that. I don't. I don't. They just need to go and come back to earth. But I can see them losing maybe two or three games. So thirteen and three, and, then, and you know I I did have them win thirteen thirteen some games. Yeah, you had them like twelve and four. Yeah, this was your like sleeper that. team. This was my sleeper this team. Was, this so was the one, you know, this is the one I was rolling you know, my I, eyes. You know, you know, I was rolling my eyes at this exactly. Point. You know, I can yeah. talk. You know, I can talk and talk my shit a little bit because you know, you yeah, know, at I the end know. of the day, you know, yeah. who did say I was about Pittsburgh? To walk out on you. When you you know, who did look. say Pittsburgh was going to be he good? Probably read some article online. Oh, I did. I did. You know, you know, he he gotta always just hate on me a little bit, but you know, who who we got for the players of the week? Man, my players of the week, man. I'm rolling with Dalvin Cook. Oh yeah. Two hundred oh, yeah. total yards from scrimmage. Oh man. yeah, a hundred. Uh, um, he had two oh six. Get the it ground right. Get it right. Two hundred. Yeah, two hundred on the ground and fifty two in the air, man. Yes, two sir. touchdowns. Two fifty total. Yeah. from uh from scrimmage, man. How can you go against that man right now? Hey, you can't, man. Man, man, my offensive player of the week. Yeah, man. He, and he, he got a, He gonna be there if he. Until, he got to be until, there until he have you he know eighty rushing yards and, and forty receiving yards and just one touchdown. And but as long as he riding this horse over two hundred all purpose yards, mm. that dude looking like um a high school Jonathan Gray, Agent Peterson out there, boy. Hey, listen, you know what school he came from, right? He came from Florida State. You got damn right. You, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get to every time. You know, every time we talk about Delvin Cook, you know what school he came from, right? He came from Florida State. Goddamn right. You nice know, nice little running back. So hey, Delvin Cook, my man, I tip my hat off to you coming back, tearing yes, up the lead. Yes, sir. Florida this State. This team was down and don't, out. Don't know. This team was down and out until you showed up, and man, y'all look like a contender. But on the defensive side, I didn't even know this cat till I watched the game on Sunday. <laughs> See, I got this new little thing called Reddit NFL Streams. I can put on about five games at one time on different computers. You don't want nobody knowing it now. Hold on, hold on. Okay, don't okay, tell okay, everybody okay. now. Don't yeah, tell everybody I'm now. Tell, I'm telling too much business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was able to, man, this little cat from uh, the Falcons, uh, Foy Alucon. I think that's how you say it, man. Ten tackles, a sack, a tackle for a loss, and one deflection, playing a linebacker position, man. The only stat he didn't collect was an interception. Everything else, he is on. He was on the stat sheet. It's my player of the week. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't watch that Falcons game, so I don't know nothing about that game. You you watched it, so I'm yeah. taking your word for it. Yeah, my man, was, my man was a dog out there, man. You know what I say? Some dogs bite, some dogs don't. That rascal is biting. My defense player of the week. So my defense player of the week. So my key matchups from next week, um, we got to start with the Colts and the Titans. I like the Titans in this game, but I like it real, real tight. 23-21 Titans. 
Yeah, it's going to be a division game. Division games are always tight, even though I still think the Pats shouldn't have been tied with the damn Jets like that. Oh hey, I got to go back to it. Yeah, but yeah. Offered. You won the game. Cam Newton was hey, the hero. That's true. That's true. That's true. But yeah. not taken. They, 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 they kind of still are still. Don't, 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 they, don't, don't say that. Don't they let are. them fool. Don't let them fool you. Don't they, get they fooled kinda, by the media. Yeah, they kind of sort of take it. But yeah. I'm with you on this one, man. I say 24-23 Titans. Okay. Now I got my upset of the week. I'm going with the Panthers over the Bucks, man. The Panthers been playing everybody close. They just played the Chiefs extremely close. And every week they've been getting better. C-Mac is back. My upset of the week. I C-Mac like the is Panthers. not playing. He's not playing. He's not playing? He's not. So he played playing. last week, but he didn't play this week. Yeah, he's not playing. He, he got a he had a surgery. Uh, he got a shoulder injury. Oh, got shoulder injury. Okay, cool. I'm still taking the Panthers this week. Still Check taking them. Still Check taking them. What? Upset of the week. Thirty to twenty four Panthers. Another divisional game. This and man. It's a game. This man is crazy. Time not losing two in a row. But they better run that damn football. Regardless if they run the football or not, Carolina, yes, they have been playing good, but no, no, sir. Negative. Give me, give me Tampa Bay, thirty-three to twenty-seven. Thirty-three twenty-seven. Yeah. Similar scores, just other side. Just other side. Chargers, yes, Dolphins. Now I like the Dolphins in this game because I brother. know the Chargers gonna find a way to lose at the end. Yeah, man, we ain't even talk about that Chargers game because they just gonna Chargers gonna lose. We yeah, so but Hubbard has been playing fantastic. He may have been playing the best. That's the rookie of the year right there. He's been playing fantastic. He's gonna get rookie of the year because Tua didn't come in in time. But right. Dolphins give it to me six and three. I think they were. They five, they five and three. three, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, six and three improving. So, again, they closer and closer. So, yes, Dolphins, let's say 28-27, Chargers find a way to lose. Yeah, 28-24, <laughs> 31-27. Yeah, Chargers find a way Chargers, to lose. Man. Chargers going to charge. This is going to be a real good game. I'm going to be watching, man, Bills and Cardinals. Man, who you like in this game? It's going gonna, gonna to be tight. That's going to be tight, man. Uh I may, I may, I may go with the upset. I mean, I think the Cardinals can probably do something, man. If, cause last week the Bills, if if that if Kyler Murray don't turn the ball over, if 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 Kyler Murray don't turn the ball over, again, the Cardinals can they can do something, because the Bills defense hasn't been looking all that great, even though they did get four turnovers on Russell Wilson last week, but at the end of the day, I say. 28-23, probably Cardinals. But I won't be surprised if the Bills do come out victory because Josh Allen is balling. So. Man, I got a high-scoring game. I got this game somewhere like 40-33, to 38-33. Mm-hmm. It's going to be high-scoring, man. Mm-hmm. But I like the Bills to win. Uh, Josh Allen is playing good. He is. And I think this defense may be able to engineer just enough stops yeah. to come away victorious, man. So I like them. The Pats and the Ravens, Sunday night football. This one, to me, going to be a dandy. Who you got? Ravens. You got the Ravens. I like the Ravens, man. I'd say 27 and about 13 Ravens. I like the Ravens in this game, too, but I like it to be a lot closer. I like this to be a 27-20 game. I think... Bill Belichick is gonna force Patrick. I mean, force Lamar Jackson to throw the ball. I think he's gonna load up. 
He got the secondary to go man to man on the outside. I think he wants to see if this Baltimore offense can get back to hard nose running the ball like they were able to do last oh, year. Oh, they can do it. They can do it if they want to. Well, he gonna. I think they're gonna show Bill Belichick. I mean, they can run the ball if they want to because they gonna because our run defense is trash off top. So, but yeah, I mean, I agree with you. You know, he can't do that, but if he do that. I mean, he gonna ask. They gonna he gonna get what he deserves because they run defense is terrible. Right. So so the Vikings and the Bears is Devin Cook gonna be able to run through the locker room saying oh for a third week in a row with, hey. uh, with over two hundred yards rushing. Listen. Or is the Bears gonna find a way to get that man on the sideline and not let him go off like he been doing? I'm going to ride with my man Dalvin Cook. Bears defense is good. He may not go off like how he did last week. Or the week before. Or the week before. <laughs> but he but uh he might get a buck he might get a buck fifty, maybe. Maybe maybe he made a hundred yards, but he may get a buck fifty of total or total yards. But uh Bears defense is pretty good. It just their offense is terrible. Terrible. So at the end of the day, I said terrible like Charles Barkley. It's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Urge. <laughs> but, that shirt is but yeah, But, yeah, I, I say uh, Vikings get they another win. You know, they, they they trying to get some more wins improving, you know, off that 2-7 and seven record. So, uh, yeah, I say about a 20 – man, I've been saying 20-something every every game. So, 20, 20, 28, about 20, 23 Vikings. Because right. it's, it's a division game. Yeah, give me the Bears. Give me the Bears in this wow. game and that wow. defense. Give me the Bears 23-16. to 16. I like the Bears in this game, man. Well, okay. Well, that's that's what's up, man. You got the Bears. Man, we can't agree on every game. That's the, People going to think we we sign with each other on purpose. Hey, that's it's all good, man. We ain't skipping Shannon. <laughs> we ain't skipping Shannon. We ain't skipping Shannon. It's all good. So, man, that's going to conclude this week's episode. Man, it was a, a fun and full pack show. Hopefully next week we'll try to make it as fun as possible. Um, don't forget to rate, review the podcast. Also, leave any comments on any of the social media platforms you have us followed on. Um, and, man, you got anything else? You got a benediction for us? Hey, uh, you said it, man. Please subscribe to our podcast, you know, and tell all your friends, you know, if they want a good Football perspective from two young black males that just love talking football. You know they should come to the Fourteen Inches podcast and please follow us on Twitter at Fourteen Inches One on Twitter, and the Instagram page is coming soon. So, yeah. And if you want to hop on a podcast, if you have a team that you follow hard, that you specialize in, that you want to get on and rap about, tell us something that we might not know. Put us on game. If you want to hop on a podcast, reach out to us. We'll we'll we'll, we'll uh, send you a link. It's easy. Um, this Anchor app is amazing. I mean, it's the best podcast app in the world. You can pretty much do anything you want to. You can send a link from app to app, from phone to phone, all over the country. You can be in United Kingdom and hop on the podcast. So uh, you feeling? You feeling yourself, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, peace.